Welcome along. Uh, another edition of the Adam Dickens Sports Show here. Going to go through uh, the NFL fixtures coming up this weekend. Uh, this comes around quick, flies back, flies around. No Thursday night football this week. Uh, absolute ton of games um, in the early section. I think there's going to be nine games going on at six o'clock for us. Sorry, one o'clock kickoffs in America, um, and then some really good matchups later on and. Uh, yeah, re some really, really good ones on the uh, the late games of Monday Night Football. Okay, so let's crack on. Like, there's no time like the present, is there, to uh, see how I do this week. Um, first up is the Texans and the Titans. So, NFC South battle. Uh, maybe not much of a battle, though, to be honest, after the Titans um, win the other night against the Bills. Uh, but it's sort of, like, really impressive, doing everything right um, without really being kind of like, ooh, they're really doing something different. Or, they, you know, they ran it for, like tons or threw it for loads uh, or did anything um, got got Tannehill out a lot and he managed to escape the pocket a lot running for a touchdown himself and seems to be that one two punches how they're going to do it Tannehill Derek Henry you know wherever he doesn't go I'm going to go um, and yeah it was uh, sort of extremely impressive uh, turn up for the books there um, Texans got their first win last time out played a bit better both sides of the ball um I don't fancy him in this one, though, to be honest. Uh, Titans, I've got Titans 31, Texans 20. Um, that's my prediction. The yeah, da, 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 the Texans are actually favourite. No, 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 of course they're not. The Titans are favourites by 3.5 points. Um, I think they definitely, definitely cover this. Uh, I've got 11-point margin. I think it's going to be more than that. Could really see... Uh, this one being not too close at all. I think the Bills are a way better team than the Texans, so therefore, you'd say the Titans win this one fairly comfortably. The over-under is 52.5 points, and I have got 51, so I'm just under that. Could be a bit higher than that, I suppose, but um, I think the Titans win it like fairly comfortably. Uh, and yeah, they just keep chugging along. I mean, obviously, it's a divisional matchup though, so you know the Texans. This really is like absolutely crucial for them. If they fall to one and five, and the Tech Titans go to five and zero, oh, then it is done. It is all over, um, and they'll be thinking about next season really. Uh, so roster moves and that kind of thing. Okay, uh, the next game is going to be the Falcons and the Vikings. Uh, the Falcons are zero and five, but they've played pretty well to be honest. Uh, defense is awful, but the, you know offensively they've scored points. Been relatively close in most of the game. Should have beat the Cowboys with that onside kick nonsense at the end there. Uh, they're, prob they're probably not an 0-5 team. Obviously, a uh, new coach coming in. And then lots of talk about whether they're going to go to complete rebuild mode. I think if they lose this one, then it's just another step towards that. Um, trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks. So, Falcons are definitely one of the teams that will be sh shipping pretty well. Shopping, anyway. Everyone, whether they ship them out is another thing entirely. Vikings should have won that game against Seahawks. I'm probably going to say it all season. I might say it for the next five years. They should have won that game against the Seahawks. Uh, they're one and four. That's probably about right. If two and three, I think, you know, if they'd won that game last week, it's probably about where they are. They're sort of a, a middle-of-the-road team. They've got uh, talent. They've got um, a pretty good scheme. So the way they, they actually play generally on both sides of the ball is pretty effective. Um, but they sort of just have players that are a bit up and down um, and the inconsistency at quarterback with Kirk Cousins. Sometimes he can, you know, throws beautiful passes and looks really, really good. Other times he looks completely flustered um, and not, not really knowing what to do. Um, I think the Vikings win this one. They're going to just sneak it. Um, 30 points to 27. That means they'd cover the over-under, which is 55.5. Uh, 
Um, you know, obviously a lot of these games, you know, all into the 50s it seems to be because there's been lots of high scoring games. Um, just talking about this with someone recently, um, I, I think, you know, it's, it's the winter kicks in. I know both your teams play indoors, so it doesn't really affect it. But I think we're going to start seeing more of these kind of gritty games. The Vikings and Seahawks game, atrocious weather. Um, and I think, I think we're going to start seeing more and more of these kind of bad weather games. So the points come down. It becomes more like, you know, about good, solid fundamentals, running the ball, quarterbacks who can really throw into tight windows um receivers who can really catch not just any old person out there but actually like really really good the proven guys i think it's where you want the superstar players on your roster as the winter kicks in um vikings are three and a half point favorites so i've just got it it's a, it feels about right i feel like it could become down to a field goal should like last week should have given the field goal to dan Bain. i'm gonna stop going on about it um but yeah i don't know i think i think the vikings yeah go with them um, next up is going to be the Ravens and the Eagles. Uh, yeah, so really, this can this game should only really go one way. Obviously, the the Ravens uh, just are a much better team. That said, the Eagles are extremely tough, um, and I think they'll be really, really, really competitive for at least two quarters, probably three quarters, um, and then it just you know that the, their starters get tired, and you would have thought the Ravens pull away. The Ravens haven't really been that impressive. I think I said last time out, I've, I feel still that they are the best team in the AFC. Lamar Jackson struggled last time out. Um, I think, you know, they're a really interesting one with the whole, like, players that are possibly available. Lamar Jackson's gotten, like, he's on like 800,000 a season, so it's really, really cheap money um, compared to how many other quarterbacks get paid, uh, especially Wentz on the other side here. But it allows them to build a roster and go into win-now mode. So I think Julio Jones would be a great pickup for them. On the, you know, on the outside, they don't have that big sort of physical guy. They've got Mark Andrews playing at tight end, but he's, you know, a tight end. Julio's got that, you know, stretch the field and also just unbelievable athleticism. He, he'd definitely be one that I think they might be interested in. If there's a few teams actually in the AFC, which I'll probably go through, because I don't think the Falcons are going to trade Julio to an NFC team unless they got sort of like, you know, crazy amount of picks or something. Um, I think AFC is more likely, and generally AFC teams that don't pay the quarterback a lot, so the Patriots would be another one. We're going to go forward with that one. Um, I've got the Ravens 35, Eagles 20. I'm not sure the Eagles are going to score 20, but I'm just, you know, being... Kind of being nice to most of us. The under over is 47.5. So I've got 55 total points. I think that's, pr that's pretty good. I think I think they between these two, I think they will score that many points. Um, the defences are pretty solid, especially up front. I think they've still both got issues on the back end. Ravens coming off a game last week against the Bengals. They, they really got to Burrow, really disturbed him. Wentz is a totally different character, even though he's been sacked more than any other quarterback in the league this year. Um, much tougher, a couple more years experience, obviously. Uh, I think here keep him, I'll keep him in the game. And obviously last week they had Fulgrim, um, Greg Ward as well. I've been pretty impressed with him, even though he doesn't get a lot of plaudits. He's had some really decent games, maybe not getting the touchdowns, but you know, generally uh, being quite involved. They've got Miles Sanders back, so they can run the ball a bit more. Uh, it's a really, really tough stretch for the Eagles at the moment. You know, they, they sort of lost games that they should have really won. Uh, and now they're coming up against these really decent teams. Uh, t really, really tough stretch over the next three or four games for them. And they need to get some wins on the board. Um, they're 1-3-1 and one at the moment. Obviously, the Ravens are 4-1. Surely, they can't pull it off. I don't know. Um, you know, the, when they beat the 49ers, we thought that was a good result. But obviously, the 49ers have been really sort of poor uh, recently. So... Um, yeah, I think I think that's I think it feels to me about right. Ravens are 
you know, two touchdown better team, I'd say so. That's what we've gone with there. Uh, next one up is more NFC East fantastic action. Um, we have got the Washington <laughs> football team. I just forgot who was in the NFC East there. The Washington football team and the New York Giants of New York. Um, the Giants are three points favourite. I don't see it. Um, I know they scored points against the Cowboys last week. They've really, really struggled. I think Washington's defence, especially the front seven, is as good as anything in the league. Um, I think Chase Young's going to be back for this game. I, I really, really, really worry for Daniel Jones' health. He should have been sacked about 10 times last week by the Cowboys. These guys can really play, though. Uh, I've got the Washington 16 and the Giants three, 13. I actually think it's going to be even lower scoring than that. That's I've just got off edging because I think everyone scores points these days. You don't really get those sort of like, you know, 6 nothing games from back in the 80s. So, um the under over is 42.5 but yeah i think i've got them under that and i'd say that that might be a struggle between these two i think washington will struggle to score points as well because the giants defense is okay and uh, they don't have a lot of weapons at all they have no real run game um and yeah I, I yeah just think this is going to be a terrible game no one really wants to watch it uh, no one will be watching it really so um, good chance though for obviously the Giants to get their first win of the season and you know if, if Washington go to two and four uh, in this absolutely awful division um, you know they're, 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 yeah if, if the Eagles lose Cowboys got a tough one as well yeah I mean why not they could be back on top by the end of, end of the week in this just terrible division um, so yeah that's that what are we up next then we've got the Lions and the Jags uh, Lions had a bye Tough to know where they're at actually. They're one and three currently. Um, should have been the Bears in the first game. Remember that one. Uh, Jags won their first game. Have lost all four since. Struggling defensively. Uh, a lot of people out. Um, shipped off a lot of the big stars. I think the Lions win this. I really like the Lions' offense. It's uh, the defense is terrible, and that's Patricia's you know area of expertise. Apparently, still I still think this is a, an issue for them going forward. I think if they could put out a half decent defensive play uh, performance even every week they'd win they'd win loads of games they'd be a nine and sort of seven type team uh, at least maybe better because they've got real talent on the offensive side of it um, but Adrian Peterson's played well but they've got Kerry and Johnson as well at running back Stafford is just class quarterback I mean he's been class for a long time a few injuries in the last couple of seasons held him back a bit but um, yeah he can you can make all the throws um and read the defence. He's just really, really a good player. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., Kenny Golladay on the outside coming back as well. So, they, they, you know, they, like I said, they've got talent. I think they win this game. Lions are going to win. You know they're going to win. Come on, Lions. I think I've got 28 points for the Lions, 17 for the Jags. don't even know if the Jags will get 17. Um, the defence actually is saying it's conceded over 30 points in the last four straight games to Jags. So, you know, if they keep the Lions to under 30, they'll have a chance. The under over is uh, 54.5, and now I'm thinking about it, that probably, even though I predicted it to be lower, I think that's that's a pretty pretty sound one. These two teams could be a bit of a shoot-off. Um, offense is way better than the defenses, so it could be a, could be a high score now, I've said that. Go and stick with my, stick with my prediction, though. Okay, so we're flying through these games. Um, we have got a good one now, so AFC North. We've got the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, Steelers first time 4-0 ever which is mad or since 1970 something or whatever it was um, and the Browns 4-1 doing really 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 well uh, Roethlisberger's career record versus uh, Cleveland is 22-2-1 so 
yeah, I mean, Big Ben's back. You'd think they're going to win. I think it's going to be really, 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 really tight. And I could see this coming down to like whoever gets the ball last wins the game. Uh, both defences, definitely better than the offences. That said, I, I think the Browns' offence is probably better um, overall. That's a Nick, Nick Chubb being out. Uh, it's just, you know, that's an issue. Kareem Hunt did really well. That's lots of carries. But, I think you know, you can't just keep pounding him, pounding him, pounding him every week against these good defences. Uh, he's just going to, like, get hurt or burned out. Um, you know, I don't, don't know how how long Chubb's going to be out. I think a few weeks. So, yeah. And then you go down to Mayfield against that sort of Seattle, uh, Seattle, the Steelers anyway, the, their secondary uh, lots of guys in that secondary, uh, guys like Harden, Fitzpatrick, who love making plays, love interceptions, reading the quarterback's eyes. Mayfield, sort of one of those, like, I'm staring over here. This is where I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it over there. That's exactly where I'm going to throw it. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to wait for the series to get open. And then everyone's on him. So, um, bit obviously better this year. But, you know, it's these things, like, it's three years in, of uh, him at Brown's quarterback. And we sort of know what the score is. So, I think he's generally going to devolve into it, especially in this game. So, I've gone for the Steelers 24 and the Browns 21. Steelers are three and a half points favourites. That again feels about right. The under over is 51. So I'm just under that. Oh no, yeah, 50, 45 points. Yeah, probably a bit high, I'd say. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hope not hopefully, but yeah, that, that comes true. The Steelers win and they go to 5 and 0. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see where the Browns are. I mean, still, like I'm saying, um, previously, you know, I think teams at eight and eight this year can definitely make the playoffs. Um, shouldn't really get too disheartened if you lose the odd game here and there. Um, yeah, the Browns overall can beat can beat mo most teams in 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 the NFL, and uh, yeah, they, they should they should feel like you know they can make the playoffs, which is something they haven't done for in forever. Um, so yeah, that would be that'd be great for them. But Steelers win this one, I think, just about. Next up is the Bengals, the Whipping Boys now, because they, they won a game and then, then they drew a game and tied a game. But now they're the Whipping Boys again. Uh, playing the Colts, another pretty decent defence. Um, uh, I've got the Colts 23, Bengals 17. I think this will be close. Um, I'm not really sure about the Colts offence at all. Um, obviously, I said previously, worried about Philip Rivers. In general, um, they got a good like combo there. They got three really good running backs, um, and that's really the key for their team in general. You know, they get good pressure up front on the defensive side of things, and then they can run the ball pretty well. Uh, and I, I just think they, yeah, they have they have enough there. I could see the Bengals kicking a few field goals and staying like relatively competitive, but um, the Colts are an overall say just slightly a better team. So six point virgin margin of victory. The Colts are eight points favourites. I suppose this is as much as about last week and how much Burrow got banged up. I actually think, you know, the Ravens were un unbelievable, really, and uh, extremely fast, and he just got caught, like, sort of in the headlights. Colts don't, aren't, they are, they are built similarly, but more, not not as fast, not as speedy off the line, not as, especially at linebacker. Um, Darius Leonard, I think, is back in this game, so that could be a big difference. I think the the Bengals are going to come out and try and you know make some plays. I think ben, um, Burrow's going to learn his lesson. He's got to get rid of the ball way quicker. Um, so come up with uh, Zach Taylor, you know, head coach, come up with a few things to get get him the pressure, take the pressure off him, uh, get the ball out quickly, and just like move the chains. And uh, they've got a really good kicker in Randy Bullock. He seems to be able to smash him in for miles away. So yeah, um, close one. Colts should win there. 
Okay, so another one that's going to be a real tight one, I think, uh, really tough to call, is this next game. So Bears and Panthers. The Bears are four and one, but they don't really feel like a four and one team. The Panthers are three and two, uh, and I think at the beginning of the year, if, if you take if they were three and two now, you gave them to it now, they would have taken that. Um, but they're playing really, really nicely. They're, they're, they're again a really efficient team, both sides of the ball just do everything kind of right they have a good run game they've got a really good solid quarterback who doesn't make many mistakes and he's really athletic and um, just plays the game really well he's had a lot of experience sat behind Drew Brees um, and being a you know starter before the Vikings um, and I think everything about that the contract and the way he's now the man uh, in Carolina is, is really really helping Teddy Bridgewater um, the, their defense has been a thousand times better than I thought anyone thought. Help, hope. Last year they were awful. They were like the worst team against the run, and just generally really, really, really struggled. Um, but much, much better. Bears. Bears played pretty. They obviously beat the Buccaneers last time up in a bit of a surprise. Um, they're they're going to be in lots of games like this all season. Chicago. They're going to be in tight games that. If they if the luck goes their way, um, or you know someone comes up with a big performance, that you know they could, they could just tip it. Uh, really really tough one to call. Um, I've gone the Bears twenty one, the Panthers fourteen, the under overs forty four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I don't really I don't really see it on on this one. I think both of them are, aren't going to score that many points. The Panthers are actually favourites one point five, so I've gone for the upset there. D just, I just fancy the Bears are going to sneak this one like they have been doing recently. Uh, yeah, they're sort of working things out. Foles, obviously, Trubisky era. Forget about that now. You know, Foles doesn't, doesn't try and do anything too crazy. Um, he'll get the ball off. He'll call, call down a lot of plays and try and get the ball off to the running backs. Um, and then, you know, he doesn't like to do anything outside of his comfort zone. So... Um, yeah, and I think maybe it got a bit more control up on the line about what he sees and what he wants to do. Um, yeah, uh, it's a tough one to call, but, but I think the Bears just nick that one. Right, moving on. We have got Broncos up against the Patriots. Obviously, this game is postponed from last week and now shoved into this one. Um, I believe everyone has tested negative and, you know, pretty much everyone's back um, on this one. Stefan Gilmore, I think, is going to be playing, so... Broncos, though, have still got lots and lots of injuries. I'm not sure if Noah Fant's playing. I think if he plays, they've got a semi-chance in this. If he doesn't play, they're not going to score any points at all. Um, uh, yeah, Courtland Sutton's still injured. I think Drew Locke's a few more weeks away from coming back. Um, not much of a run game. Uh, Von Miller's out, isn't he? It's just a, it's just a tragedy, really. Um, is Joe Flacco going to be playing, isn't he? For the, there's no place for the Jets. Who's the... Bunk? Oh, it's um, Ripping, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Mark Rippin's cousin or whatever he was. He was a good quarterback for the, the Washington lot back in the day. Uh, he played quite well against the Jets, so you never know. Um, I've got the Patriots scoring 27 and the Broncos 6. Um, the under over is 44.5. I think this is this will be one of my better uh, bets of the week. I think between these two teams, they're not going to score 44.5 points. Uh, Pats are 10 points favourite. When you get these massive like differentials um it just and, and you know the pats are clearly a lot better if cam newton's fully fit as well coming back as a big point actually if cam comes back um you know they're going to win this game but are they going to definitely win by 10 points with the way the, the nfl plays and teams to get get in front generally then kind of play soft later on you know maybe dropouts on the starts and stuff i could see you know the broncos maybe getting some dark garbage time points maybe um 
but yeah, I, I, you know, this is a really, I think this is a really key game for the Patriots in terms of, in terms of like, is this defense as good as it has been in previous leagues with a few of the guys that are out uh, for the season, um, a few other people who've been, you know, haven't been able to practice and stuff. So, uh, in, interesting sort of game. Um, don't think it's going to be particularly exciting to watch, but I think the Patriots win pretty comfortably. Obviously, I've got them covering the ten point one, but I never like these these big spreads when they're coming out with like, people should win by miles. Okay, so okay, so the Patriots' uh, divisional rivals, the Jets, the worst team in the NFL, uh, that's unquestionable. They are the worst team. Are playing the Miami Dolphins, who were brilliant last week against the 49ers, but you know, the 49ers have struggled. Uh, looks like they're going to keep struggling. Uh, you know, for me, this is going to be the blowout. This is the one game all week where I'm like, this is definitely going to be a big blowout. Obviously, with Fitz Magic, Fitz Patrick, Patrick, Fitz Tragic, and all the rest of the Fitzes. Uh, you never know. He could just like blow it up his own, but I don't think so. I think he's a new man, and um, they've got a run game. They've got a great defense, and I really think they're going to win this by miles. They're nine points favorite, so I know I said about the ten point one thing. They're definitely going to win by nine points. Dolphins definitely win by nine. I've got them forty-two to ten. I've been generous again with the Jets. I predicted them to get three last week, and they got ten, so they managed to just, you know get a touchdown in there. Um, the under over is forty-six point five. That was obviously I've covered that because I've got the Dolphins scoring all the points. The Jets' defense, obviously, I think with, the thing is again we're thinking about the teams they've had previous couple of seasons. This one year is nowhere near um, as good as it has been, and that's kept them in games and actually won them some games recent years. Uh, they're definitely going to O and six, and then the Dolphins go to three and three, um, and they're right right in there again. That you know they're they're on the upward curve, and all uh, that that you know. Um, giving up on everything from last season and season before that, really. Um, and picking all those first-round picks up and everything else has, has really, really worked out. Um, be quite cool, like I said before, um, about is if we can get like Tua on the pitch at some time and see what he can do. Um, some sort of like gadget plays and trick plays. And love to see Fitzpatrick out at like wide receiver and Tua just, you know, pinging one out in the flat and then, you know, Fitz bombing one downfield. That would be pretty cool. Maybe save that for the Super Bowl. Who knows? Uh, so anyway, right. So that yeah. That, up next is obviously the big the big game of the week, really. I suppose um, in that is Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, uh, which everyone talks about. But obviously there are a ton of other players that have a massive impact on this game. It's not just about them two. Um, Packers coming off the bye, so getting a few guys back like Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, should you know will, will help. Of course, it helped their team. Um, I suppose the only thing you could say with like bye weeks, it's always a bit strange coming off them. You never know. It could be fully healthy and rested, but it, you know, is that missing that kind of game time action? So uh, interesting to see how the Packers start because you know so far this season, the first half they've blown teams away and then and then they've just sat back and and chilled really. So. Bucks defense is is really legit though, um, so I think they keep them in the game. I suppose the the two things to worry about for for, for really for the Packers fans is is one is is their their ability to the Buccaneers' ability to stop the run game. So you know I think V V is out. I just found out, but you know Jason Pierre Paul um, and uh, the other guys. I'm finding my brain's completely lost it. Shaq Barrett. Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vier, um, and Dominican Sue. I mean, that, on paper, is the best front four in the whole NFL. It is a huge, unbelievably powerful front four. 
Um, and then, so I suppose the thing, if, if you know, if, if Aaron Jones can't get the can't get the run game going, if he can't sort of establish that, then then that you know, then you can drop back and have more coverage um, up against um, a wide receiver core that's a little bit banged up. You know, Devontae Adams coming back, but Lazard's out, and some of the other guys haven't had a lot of touches recently. So, um, and obviously, main thing for the Buccaneers to do is cover Tonyan because no one covered him last week, and he got like three touchdowns when he was just running around on his own, like they didn't realize he was. Suited up in a Packers uniform. Um, the under over is 55.5. I've got Packers 24, Buccaneers 21. So just under that. It could be much more high scoring than this. But I, I just sort of figure uh, the defences are starting to come back in. The Packers last game against the Falcons weren't quite as explosive. Still did really well. Not quite as explosive. Buccaneers struggled against the Bears a bit offensively. Uh, the Packers are one point favourites, which is just you know I'd, I'd probably say they're about a three point favourite. I've got them as a three point win. I feel that's they they've got to be. I mean they are you know four and zero. Um, the Buccaneers lost twice this season, um, but I think it's just Brady and people uh, you know betting on that. Uh, yeah, um, it can be a really 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 good game. It's probably the game that I'm looking forward to most all week. Uh, it's just it just be it'd be good because it, I mean it's it's sort of like a put up and shut up type game. You know, the hype train around Brady and the Buccaneers, if they go into Green Bay and win that game, then everyone will be like, oh, but, you know, if they get beat, then it's like, well, we just go away. Um, and the Packers just keep on rolling. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a great game. Uh, Packers, I think, just come out on top of that one. Okay, so now we're into probably like Monday Night Football. Okay, I'm going to do the Cowboys last. Uh, so we've got the Rams and the 49ers. Um, this is one-way traffic. I think this is another one. The Rams are three-point favourites. This is definitely the best bet of the week. They're going to win. Definitely going to win. I've got them down for 35 and the 49ers 17. Um, unless the 49ers do something that I haven't really seen in the last couple of games, I just think they're they're going to really, really struggle. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, they lost the Eagles. And I was like, no, no, they're still the 49ers. They're still, you know, from last year, they're going to be good. They were really, really terrible last week. Um, and and I'm, I'm really, really, really concerned. Uh, I think Mostert's back. And maybe he just provides the juice that gets them going again. But they, they just have, like, no offense at all, really, at the moment. And that, that's a big worry. And actually, the defense isn't very, very good either because they've lost some players through trades and through injuries. Um yeah, it's going to be a struggle. The Rams, for me, are up there, up there with the very best teams in the NFC that I've seen this year. Uh, they do everything really, really well. They're brilliantly well coached. Um, they've been to the Super Bowls. They've got like experience now. They've signed a lot of their better players to long-term deals. So everyone's playing with just a happy, smiley face. They've got a nice new stadium. You know, they're, they're, they're definitely my dark horse in the NFC uh, to get to the NFC Championship. Um, I'd still say the Packers, uh, you know, a, a slightly better team offensively, but the Rams are really good, or have been really good this season defensively, kept teams in check. Um, yeah, so Rams win that one easy, no brainer. Um, 49ers, yeah, if they lose this one, they, they you know, they they again be thinking about you know moving on to next season with the trade deadline coming up and. Maybe looking to shove, shove some people around and uh, get rid of uh, some some huge salaries that they've got. Okay, we've only got a couple more games to go. So another really good one. Uh, should be a classic, really. Chiefs-Bills. Um, uh, it's the early Monday night game before the Cowboys-Cardinals. Um, both 4-1. and one. I've gone for, I've gone for the Chiefs to win this one, 35-30. I really don't know what's going to happen here. Um 
if the Titans Titans Bills game hadn't happened last week and the Chiefs Raiders game hadn't happened last week, um, I'd probably be more confident in this prediction. But after the last two weeks' results, I'm really not sure what we're going to get here. I think with the Chiefs, you always get points. That's the one thing you know that they generally put up points. It's it's how many points they need to put up, you know, for the Bills. My sort of worry with the Bills, especially against the Titans, is that there was no run game. They had literally no one at wide receiver apart from Diggs. Um, they, they really struggled to move the ball. Josh Allen got really frustrated, threw a couple of long shots, which is not really their sort of style. Um, and you know, a couple of interceptions. So, that, you know, there's, there's yeah, it's, it's a worry. It's really a concern. I've written 30 depth points down for the Bills. I'm not sure they're going to get it. That said, you know... The Raiders put up a ton against him, so really, really tough one. The under over is fifty-seven point five. That'll probably happen. That'll, yeah, um, Chiefs are three point five points favourites. I've got them winning by five, so again, it's probably about right. Um, I, so I sort of feel in this game like always. The Chiefs really is like you know what side of bed do they get out on? If they get out on one of those sort of you know everything's clicking offensively, it doesn't matter what the other team do. And I think that last week against the Raiders. I predicted them to get 42 points and they got 35. They would have won if they got the extra touchdown. So for me, that that's, that's how they are. They're just built around scoring a ton of points. They're extremely explosive. They've got loads of great offensive players. The defence isn't particularly great. Um, and I, I just think they're just nick this by scoring more points, which is, you know, ultimately what you've got to do. Um, yes, so the final one. So we always try and uh, load up um, my lot last just because it's like the last thing to ramble on about. Uh, Cowboys cards. Um, I don't know. Um, I think the Cowboys will score points. I don't think Andy Dalton coming in. I don't think makes any difference. Um, I think I said last week um, on my last yeah slot that yeah I just think actually the limitations of Dalton make us more of a um, you know run it kind of basic sort of team uh, and that should help the defense. Um, that's well. That's what I'm really hoping for. I'm a bit worried that McCarthy's going to still think that it's like you know four or five wide receiver sets all the time, just bomb it everywhere. We we'll sort of see. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, if if really you've got to limit Dol Dalton's exposure because you don't really want him to to get off to a bad start. Really, you just want to say give him some simple stuff to make, and let's just you know play some solid run game ball. I've got the Cowboys thirty five, the Cardinals twenty seven. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is my massive, massive worry. Um, he's going to get doubled a lot, so I suppose that Christian Kirk and other guys might get open. Um, we don't defend the run very well, and they've got two really good running backs in Edmonds um, and Kenyon Drake. Kyler Murray as well with his feet could really, really hurt us. I, I, I'm always going to go for my team. Obviously, I think it's just sort of their cards are one point five points favorite. It's probably about right. I just think we're going to sneak this one. Um, that's what I hope. Hopefully we can, yeah, run it, get in front. Most important thing is really, honestly, if we get to half-time, we're only seven points behind, that would be, you know, a godsend. Because at the moment, we're just giving up so many points so early on. And actually, in the second half, the defence generally turns up a bit and sort of starts playing. But we've got, got to come out, you know, uh, play fast. And I'm hoping maybe the DAC injury actually, like, inspires the players a little bit more to think, oh, you know, come on, we've got to show what we can do now, step up and and get the, uh, get the win. But there we go. Right, um... That's me signing off for another week. Uh, yeah, uh, see how we go. I'll come back in a few days' time with the results and see how I did. Bye.